What is the uh, most familiar and revered symbol of Christianity today? Got it. Seen in churches, jewelry, art, the cross. But in Jesus' day, the cross would have been like the hangman's noose. It was a symbol of the most dangerous and terrible criminal in its form of execution. That's why in Philippians, the apostle presents the contrast that the Son of God died at the cross. We read in Philippians 2, verses 7 and 8, When he was born in human likeness and his appearance was like every other man, Jesus humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Think of that. Even death on a cross on Good Friday. Philippians reminds us that Jesus' obedience to his Father's will reached its highest point on Good Friday at the cross. Now, while Jesus' cross is a piece of wood by which he was put to death, it is also true that Jesus' cross includes everything that contributed to his shame, to his suffering, to his death that we have done. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday. This Latin season, we begin in the words of the hymn and the supplement to lift high the cross. We heard last night how Jesus took 11 of his disciples into the Garden of Gethsemane as he prepared for what lay ahead the next morning. But the disciples couldn't share what Jesus was about to go through. They fell asleep. And so Jesus asked each one of you today, why are you sleeping? Pray that you do not fall into temptation The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And it's not just at the cross, but in the Garden of Gethsemane that we see the true depth, the true nature of Jesus suffering for us. In the Garden of Gethsemane, we see the anguish etched on the face of our Lord and Savior as his soul was exceedingly sorrowful even to the point of death. We see Jesus in agony, sweat as it were, great drops of blood. It wasn't the physical suffering that he would face at the cross and over his trials. Jesus' suffering was summed up as he spoke to his father about drinking from the cup. 
In those days, the cup of hemlock or poison was considered a humane execution as compared to the cross. And so the cup came to symbolize the suffering and the pain and the agony that Jesus would endure at the cross. And this cup of sorrows was so terrible and horrible because the Holy Son of God would become the sin bearer for the sins of the world. Jesus so identified with the sinfulness of the world that he literally made all of our sins his own and suffered for them. Jesus, God who knew no sin, became sin for us. And his obedience to the will of his Father meant that he would be stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. As the scapegoat was driven out of the wilderness in the camp of the Israelites, Jesus would be totally separated from God. Obedience to the Father's will meant that Jesus would walk the way of the cross. He became, for us, obedient even to the point of death, death on a cross. As Jesus faced this in his humanness, he prayed three times that the Father would find some other way to remove this cup that he wouldn't have to drink it. And yet he prayed, not my will, but yours be done. In the garden, Jesus prepared himself and his disciples for what would lay ahead in the next 24 hours. We sometimes wonder about the disciples. They just didn't seem to get it. When Jesus was arrested, they, in fulfillment of Zechariah's prophecy, scattered like sheep without a shepherd. We too often choose our own way rather than God's way. We have done oftentimes what we wanted to do, taken the easy way out. Sometimes we don't know what God's will is for us, and we're hesitant to pray, not my will, but yours be done. And so this Lenten season, we see Jesus obedient to death, even death on a cross. And so we're told that Jesus learned obedience through his suffering. And once made perfect, Jesus became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. It's because of our disobedience that this Lenten season we take refuge in Jesus' cross. Jesus' obedience to the point of death on the cross is the only thing that we can offer 
to God. And so this Lenten season, 40 days, not counting the Sundays, we lift high the cross. The cross where our Savior, Jesus, died for our sins. And so today the cross is still the symbol of Jesus' perfect obedience to the will of God and the price of our salvation. We lift high the cross as we see Jesus, who willingly walked the way of the cross. But as you see the cross, also lift high the cross so that others too may see it. So Lent is not about what we give up for God. It's not about the ashes put on the cross on the forehead. It's about Jesus. It's about our salvation. So we lift high the cross. We prepare as we enter the season of Lent with the familiar hymn which we sang in church last night. And so this morning we'll sing hymn 140, stanzas 1 and 2. Hymn 140, 1 and 2. <laughs> 